changing lives line by line and verse by verse. The Way 101.1. Current events, personal values, political and social issues, technology, wars and tensions. Join us for the next hour to discuss and learn how the things happening in our world today point to God's prophetic word as signs of the times. Uh, you know, there's a saying that we have in ministry. Yes. And we're going to use it for radio, too. <laughs> Blessed are the flexible, for they shall not be easily broken. There you go. Welcome to another edition of Signs of the Times. It's our weekly review of the Bible prophecy that we find in the world's news for Friday, June 30th, 2023. I'm your host, Greg Hilt, along with Pastor Mark Kirk, and we thank you for joining us, and we want to acknowledge our sponsor of our program, Bob Johnson Insurance, who is a full-service independent insurance agency featuring Erie Insurance products. Uh, for a personalized quote, you can contact the good people at Bob Johnson Insurance by phone at 865-922-3111 or online at bobjohnsonins.com. Dot com, And as I just realized before we started the show and went live, I forgot my opening sheet that has the all-important joke See? that so many people talk to me about. And uh, you know what? We're just going to have to save that till next week. There's no joke. There is no joke. Yes, this is no joke. Uh, but there is no joke. But, you know, <laughs> here's, here's what I think. I, you know, I trust God. Uh, I trust the Holy Spirit. He is the executive producer of the program. And you want to know what? We've got a lot of things to talk about today. And uh, which I believe that's why we don't have any listener questions today that we're going to discuss, because uh, there's a lot of things, uh, articles and something very important on Pastor Mark's heart uh, that is burning within him and that we need to talk about because it just uh, it speaks to mo- so many things biblically, the depravity of man, uh, the just the rebellion against God, uh, just what Romans Chapter 1, around verse 20, says that those that worship the, the creature rather than the creator, God gives them over to a debased or a depraved mind. And we cannot appreciate the import uh, uh, or the comport of that word in its meaning until we see stories like the one you want to share with us that's out of california yeah well there's and the the whole topic here i want to talk about greg that was on my heart today again it's no joking matter so maybe that it's kind of it makes a point yeah, there and there that, you go you know we really have an assault and we all know this there's an assault on the next generation of children and before we get into what that assault really is most of us know what it is you, know, you wonder why why the next generation of course satan hates mankind in general but why this whole assault on mankind remember Satan wants to be God, and man was created in what? In God's image, and and the angels are lower than man once we're in heaven. Now, right now, the Bible says the angels are a little higher than man, but once we're in heaven, the angels are lower than man. So Satan, Satan is not only not going to get to be God, he's going to be lower than people. Now think about that. Right now he's manipulating people from the spiritual realm. He's going to be under them in heaven. We're going to. Re- he'll be even. Of course, he'll be in hell forever. But even if he was released, he would be under in authority. He's always going to un- know that. So you can see why he's attacking those that are made in the image of God. The children are the weakest. They're the ones to attack. And so we have to realize this assault we see going on nationwide. It is spiritual. It is demonic. This is not. I know people are carrying it out. Okay, I'm not absolving uh, responsibility from people. But this is demonic. It truly is demonic. And um, it, there's an open uh, attack on the destruction of our next generation, Greg. Well, you know, I'll just throw a scripture verse in here because it wor- it's worth repeating. And we need to repeat these verses so we they really come to the forefront of our minds as we see these stories. And that is, to your point, is that you know this is being carried out through mankind, through human beings, through the flesh. But we've got to remember what 1 John 5.19 tells us, and that is those that are not in Christ Jesus are under the sway or the influence of the enemy. That's right. So 
that's how this is gets carried out. This is if you want to take a look at the spiritual battle, okay, you've got the fallen world, you've got Satan and his fallen angels, and then you've got his unwitting army yeah. of unbelievers that are under his influence. That's right. That's right. They're simply being used. Exactly. I mean, and people are useful to be used by the enemy. That's all um, if they don't know the Lord. And that's right. why we can see the difference. We know the difference and we can stop it because we have the power. They can't. And, um, you know, it's it's gotten to the point, Greg, where it's so in your face and so obviously evil and wrong. And this is why I believe we are so close to the end. You know, with Sodom and Gomorrah, they mm. became so open about their sin. God had to wipe them out completely. Right. And I'm not even talking specifically about the sin at this moment of Sodom and Gomorrah. I'm simply talking about a people group that became so open about any sin they chose to exalt. At some point, God has to judge that. And we now have this I mean, of the most innocent in our society, this onslaught against our children. I'll give you example. You know, if, if I might present, uh, you know, um, uh, evidence number one, uh, exhibit A, California AB 655, this new bill that they're about to pass that says that children 12 years old and up, once they reach 12 years old, if they decide they're a different gender than biology proves they are, then if you don't let them and agree with them, then they can take your children away from you. I mean, they literally can come in a home if this passes in California and your child, your boy says, I'm a girl or your girl says, I'm a boy. And they pass that bill. If you don't agree with them, they can take your children. The state can take your children. It is time to leave California. Now, I know we're talking to Tennessee, but we have a lot of California listeners. I know that because we get the feedback. I'm telling you guys, look, if you've got kids um, and you, you it's it I think you need to make a serious uh, decision here should you leave California I'm not saying you know run away and leave where you can be a light I'm not saying just because there's darkness run away I'm not saying that God oftentimes calls us to darkness God will say hey it's dark don't leave stay here so that you can be a light so Christians I'm not saying leave California which you wouldn't listen to me anyway you'd listen to the Lord but I'm saying no if God's called you to California and you're a light in California stay Stay in California and be that light unless God tells you to leave. So that's, you know, you, we need, we need light in dark places. All right. That's my point. What I'm saying is moms and dads, if you've got kids, you really need to go to God in prayer and say, God, do you want me to stay in California? I will, Lord, if you tell me to, but all your kid has to do is have a moment of confusion. One of your kids rebels. Say you're all kid, your kids are great. You've raised them in the Lord. You have one child that rebels. How many of us as parents have had at least a child rebel? Even being raised in the Lord. That happens. So if one of your children for a moment wants to be cool or fit in with the crowd or they're convinced that whatever and they say that and then they want to make some point and then you don't agree with it, the state will be able to come and take your child away from you. Do you want to take that chance? Again, I think sometimes staying and fighting is a good thing. And for many of you, it is if you don't have kids. But for those of you that have children, I would say, you know what? It's very, this is the moment to seriously consider, should we leave this state? Because if one of my kids freaks out, I don't want to lose my child. And then once the state gets them, they may be gone and gone forever. And the sad thing is, Greg, even for those that are taken into the state, people don't realize how many kids each year just disappear. They can't find them. The state takes them, and they don't know where they are. And now we're seeing this increase in sex trafficking with our children. I, I, I'm not going so far to say that the state is organizing that, although there are some that make that claim. But I am saying they're not watching the kids close enough where the kids could actually get out there and have some things happen. Uh, was it just recently? Was it Fox News that had this whole report of this lady that worked in Child Protective Services that was encouraging one of the teenage girls to go out and raise money by prostitution? Yes, that's happening. And they caught her. Of course, she got fired and blah, blah, blah. The point mm. is, that's what the state, listen, when, yeah. if the state comes and takes your kids, you don't know what the outcome is going to be. And I would encourage those parents that have kids, you know, um, you, you really want to pray, do I want to be here or do I not want to be here? Because our children are under assault and um and they're they're being told that uh you know look the bible makes it clear we're just going to state the word of god there's male and female that is it there's no other genders but male and female that's it biology proves it boys always have x and y chromosomes girls always have x and x chromosomes no surgery can change that no mindset can change that no opinion can change that uh, no political position can change that. You are who you are as created by God. It can't be changed. It may make you mad to hear that. You may want to change something politically, try to change laws. It won't change anything. You can mutilate your body. 
it won't change anything, Greg. This goes back to the kids. They're mutilating our children. Parents, listen to me. Society, listen. The brain does not fully develop until 25 years old. Now, I know that people by 18, we give them the, uh, the choice to be an adult and make those decisions. I get it. There's nothing we can do. They're going to make their own choices, and God's going to hold them accountable. But what I'm saying is, if the brain doesn't fully de- even develop till 25, why are we saying that three-year-olds, that two- and three-year-olds can decide what gender they want to be when they already have an agenda assigned by God as they were created, and biology proves the facts are the facts. It is what it is. X and Y chromosomes are X and X chromosomes. That can't be changed. I don't care how you mutilate a body. Yeah. I don't care what you wear or what you put on. It can't be changed. You can change the outside packaging, but you're who you are on the inside. And, Greg, it is not only is it wrong, it is evil and it is demonic. And we need to speak up and speak the truth because these kids are going to later on want to commit suicide. They're going to regret the decisions they've made. They haven't even, their brains haven't even developed yet. That's why God gave them a mom and dad. And Christians, we are called to protect the children. And even if you're not a Christian, God's going to hold you accountable in what happens to these yeah. kids. I fear for these people doing these things, and, and they, they can try to carry out whatever they want down here against those that speak the truth. But, Greg, there's going to be a judgment day, and judgment day is going to be a fearful moment for those people. But in the meantime, we've got to protect our children the best we can and speak the truth because our kids are being lied to, and we can't be afraid and just go along with the crowd. We have to be bold and speak the truth regardless of the consequences. Well, you know, um, the Bible really tells us that God created you, and he wasn't confused about your gender. He knew how he wanted to make you. That's right. Uh, because he knew you, the Bible says, before the foundation of the world. That's right. He, he That's knew right. you before you were ever created, and, and it wasn't that he just created your gender, but he's got plans and purposes yeah. for, for you, uh, the Bible tells us, and those are precious. Yeah. And... These people need to know this. These kids need to know this. And they're not, and the parents that are even allowing these things to happen, they yeah. need to understand these things. Yeah. Uh, and, and that, that's just the biblical truth, regardless of the, the things that baffle our common sense, such as a 12 year old in any state cannot drive, cannot drink, cannot vote cannot go into the military, uh, and the list goes on, but yet somehow they can make the decision about changing something that, first of all, biologically, is impossible to change. That's right. And all they do is just end up mutilating themselves physically, destroying themselves chemically through hormonal treatments that your body was not designed to deal with, which probably puts people on uh, psychotropic medication to try to manage this craziness that they saying it, it is it is beyond insanity it's and it's sadness it is it is flat it out is. evil it is and greg you know it's statistically you know what most state teenagers are in statistically state of confusion yeah and so when you take <laughs> all these kids that are confused they're trying yeah. to decide what life is they the, the boys are trying to be cool when they've got a pimple the girls are trying to dress like Britney Spears when they should be dressing like Mother Teresa, you know, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because they need to be stay pure. Yes. And so and so and again, the bottom yeah. line is, is so we're saying so we're going to take these undeveloped brains, these immature little children that, that don't know what they're doing. And we're going to say, you decide. God said what you are. But you know what? You can you can override God. You're a creation of God, but you go ahead and decide what you want to be. They don't know they're playing God. The, the adults are the ones playing God. It is evil is wrong. And we can't listen, Christians. We cannot be afraid to speak up. And I want to say this. One of the categories, it says in Revelation, of the people that will not inherit the kingdom of God. Hear me clear on this. You know, we, we all know, okay, wow, adulterers, oh, yeah, they're not going to go. Oh, murderers, yeah, murderers, they're not going to go. Rapists, oh, yeah, rapists, they're not going to get in. He says this, and the cowardly will not enter the kingdom of God. And if you are not brave enough to speak what is biologically the truth and biblically the truth, you're going to stand before God one day and give account for that. The cowardly will not inherit the kingdom of God. That sobers me. That sobers me. Well, and that is a special admonition uh, or admonishment for those in the medical community. A- absolutely. Who above everybody That's right. knows the things that we're talking about to a better level of understanding that you or I do, Pastor That's right. Mark. That's right. We just know the basics. But they know the details that they've stu- they spent years, yeah, years literally studying. Well, and that somehow that 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 knowledge that they have beyond the common sense 
is allowing them to have that overridden in their medical training and their biological understanding and to participate in surgeries or treatments that they know will amount to absolutely nothing. Yeah. You know, Greg, you're right. And and, and that's why I think that in, 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 in fairness, and this is where I want to challenge the doctors, a lot of doctors are just taught, they just believe what they're taught and they go along with the mindset. But I want to challenge our doctors and our nurses. Think for yourself and look at the facts. Uh, because I think that's what led to a lot of the whole COVID deaths and the problems we have with that. A lot of people are just going along with the, the, the general crowd, and they're not thinking for themselves. I mean, this Mexico, there's a popular Mexico doctor today, 42 years old, was pushing all these shots. They just came out and said he took the shot and he killed him. He had a heart attack. Now, how, you're not going to hear that very much, no. but the reality is, is people need to know what the truth is, what's dangerous, what's not dangerous, what's going on. There's a lot of deception going on out there today, and we better wake up. And you're right. Doctors are going to be held accountable. Nurses are going to be held accountable. We've got to be not, not, not cowardly. We've got to be bold and speak the truth and, then, and, and trust God in that because it's only going to get worse. And so, listen, my, my big cry for is the bottom line is here. Look, for the children. We've got to speak up for our kids. We have to protect them. And God's going to be calling the church to protect our children. I want to say this to the Christian, uh, you know, across the nation, those listening. If you have your kids in public school, you might want to reconsider that. Well, I can't homeschool. I don't have time. Look, I used to say, look, if you can't homeschool, then put them in public school. Just make sure you teach them good. Spend the word in the time of the word every day. Be with them. And, and I'm not going to say it's impossible for a child to get through public schools and survive as, as a Christian. I'm saying this. It's becoming that way. They are so surrounded and so inundated. Every class is focused on corrupting your children, teaching them they're not the gender they are, lying to them about the truth of the Bible. Everything. Satan is taking over everything. And the Bible said in the last days that'll happen. Yeah. You're going to see it go more. You're going to see it go darker and darker in the last days until the Lord comes back. Those are the days we're living in. So mom and dad, even kids in public school, listen, think about it. And as far as college, you know, we used to have this mindset. You've got to have that college degree. Really? Do you really have to have it? Because how many of our kids go off to college and they're corrupted? I would even tell parents today, I would stay away from college. I think everything's getting so corrupted. You've got to pray and make your own decisions. But I'm telling you, the public education system from bottom to the top has been taken over, and the majority of it is run by the demonic realm. I'm not saying that everybody there's a demon. I'm not saying that everybody's possessed. I'm saying it is a spiritual blindness that has overtaken our educational system, and it's what's leading our kids to their deaths physically and spiritually and we better wake up as a church and as parents yeah all right all the articles that we read are posted with each podcast but only on the way media app or the waymedia.net like this one from the jerusalem post iran is already in the west bank according to a palestinian author- a palestinian authority official yeah that's pretty i mean we kind of already knew that or suspected that. I mean, that's not that's not a great shock to us. Yeah. Because listen, if Iran is already in Syria, what's it for them to be in the West Bank? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I think there's not a, there's not a big leap there. But again, no. it's one of those things where now that you see the evidence, they're actually in Israel, uh, functioning within Israel. That changes the ballgame some. It says, following their recent visit to Iran, leaders of the Palestinian Islamic Jihad organization, the second largest terror group in the Gaza Strip after Hamas. On Monday, called for stepping up armed attacks against Israel. The consultations came days after senior official uh, headed uh, delegation headed by the organization's secretary general visited Tehran, where they held meetings with Iranian leaders on ways of escalating the fight against Israel. They're saying, me, how can we bring the fight to Israel more? After the meeting, uh, they wrote on Twitter, Islamic Jihad and other Palestinian resistance movements have found the main key to fighting the Zionist regime. Uh, they continually, uh, the continually growing authority of resistance groups in the West Bank is the key to bringing Zionist enemy to its knees, and this course must be continued. In other words, they go on the last statement, as long as Jihad is using Iranian money to buy weapons and supply them. They're saying, look, we need these terror cells within Israel in order to bring Israel down. They feel that's going to be their great way to do it or whatever. And, of course, we know that it's going to be more of an attack coming in with Russia and Iran, the gobble thwart uh, that it talks about in Ezekiel 38 and 39. But it's just a growing terrorist threat within the nation of Israel. And, again, the whole world's going to turn against Israel. It's going to get worse and worse. And um, and exactly what the Bible said what happened is happening. We're just watching it. So keep your eye on that. We'll keep you posted as other articles pop up. They will pop. They will. Speaking of Ezekiel 38 and 39, Pastor Mark learning the ways of radio so well that gives me the perfect segue yes. to talk about Ezekiel 38 and 39. 
This is from JNS.org. Not just any Air Force commander, a U.S. Air Force commander, is saying that the Iran-Russia relationship is certainly a concern. Yeah. I mean, have they not been listening to the program? Well, again, they're a few thousand years behind. Okay. God's newspaper. Yes. And God said in the uh, Daily Times thousands of years ago, in Ezekiel 30 and 39, that Iran and Russia relationship is going to be a concern. Yes. So, it's, you know, finally, if the uh, U.S. Air Force is finally catching up with that, I understand that. You know, we often say that uh, science is slowly catching up with the Bible. I would also say that the news is slowly catching up with the Bible because God is ahead of all of us because he knows all things and he tells us what he wants us to know. And we know that, yes, Iran and Russia are going to develop a very strong alliance and they are going to attack Israel and God's going to wipe them out. Again, this is the top United States Air Force commander in the Middle East told the uh, JNS that blatant Russian aggression towards U.S. forces in Syrian skies could lead to similar action against Israeli forces and is certainly a concern to the Pentagon. Lieutenant uh, uh, Alex Greenwich, Combined Forces Air Component Commander for the U.S. Central Command, expressed dismay on June 21st during a briefing with reporters about Russian pilots' increasingly unprofessional and dangerous behavior. Give me a break. If they're going to be professional and undangerous, that's what they're trying to do. The pilots have flown into designated U.S.-inhabited airspace over Syria and conducted maneuvers that increased the likelihood of a direct Conflict, and I quote, we certainly think of our interactions with the Russians in Syria in the context of the ongoing conflict in Ukraine. From my perspective, I see the Russian Air Force as being more aggressive in Syria, perhaps as a way to compensate for the fact that they have had to move compatibility and capacity out of Syria in order to support the war in Ukraine. Uh, Greenwich surmised that Russia, a critical patron of the Syrian president, Bashar Assad, is becoming increasingly beholden to Iran due to Tehran's provision of deadly attacks on drones by Russian forces in Ukraine. So, you know, again, the Ukraine thing is linked to Israel, is linked to Syria, is linked to the Middle East, all this. As a matter of fact, I read another article, and it pops in my brain here, uh, where uh, some of the batteries that we've sent them for the uh, Iron Dome batteries that they're using over there to protect themselves in Israel, they're wanting to, America's wanting to get those back and send them to Ukraine. They're saying, forget protecting you guys, we're going to send them to Ukraine. And Israel's going, wait a minute, we've got these rockets flying in our borders as well. You gave them to us, we're not giving them back. And so, well, how can you not give them back? Well, because we need to protect ourselves. So, again, you're seeing America turn uh, more supportive of Ukraine, uh, more away from Israel. The, U- the whole Ukraine thing is highly suspect. I don't know what all's going on, Greg, but anytime I see the large mass of, of, of the liberal population uh, in Washington supporting it, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not about politics. I'm just looking at those I've watched consistently they go the wrong direction and something's going on we don't know behind the scenes most of america thinks we should be behind this ukraine thing i'm telling you i smell a rat i don't know what it is it's going to come out later on but something's going on in ukraine that is not in the best interest of god or the christian or america and we're going to find it out down the road uh i can only take a guess and we've we, we talked about this at the very beginning, at the very onset of Russia's invasion right. into Ukraine. And we took a look at the map. We were even looking geographically, you know, the, how they can come down and kind of march their way through Ukraine and come down and get ready and let's begin the Ezekiel 38 and 39 production. Yeah. Because Iran or uh, Russia already has things established there in Syria, yeah. in that area, really to to begin those things, but yeah. they don't have everything there. Right. So my thought is, is when you brought that up, it's like, well, we're just throwing supplies on the road, and so you know, proverbially, and so now Russia will eventually be victorious. Yeah. And be victorious with all of our our all of our supplies yeah. and weaponry that we've shipped over. Under the auspices of Ukraine being able to defend itself, which which very well could be the short term yeah. thing, but the long term implications to me would be Russia gets a hold of that stuff, and now all of that stuff is now amassed along with the troops and yeah. all the other countries that Ezekiel talks about on the northern border, yeah. ready to come in. Yep. And now if Iran's in, if Iran's in the West Bank. It gives that picture of they are surrounded on all sides. Yeah. They have nowhere to escape. They have no one to turn to. Right. The Bible tells us yep. other than God and right. God's and that's by God's design. So he can rescue, be the one to rescue Israel, so all the nations will say 
that it was the Lord that did it. That's right. And that's what Ezekiel tells us. And so yeah. God will get the glory for it, not man, not armament, nothing. Yeah, no, no doubt, Greg. Man's intentions are bad, and there's stuff going on behind the scenes that are not good that we don't know. But God's the one that's in control. He's allowing it. He's orchestrating it. And I think it does. It is going to, I think, have an effect and lead to this whole attack by Iran and Russia. And, you know, there's a straight shot. The Ukraine just makes it easier to come down through there toward Israel and all these other areas. So there's a lot going on. Whatever I put it, whatever the world loves, you got to be careful of because something's going on. Well, you know, what's interesting is when we looked at that, Pastor Mark, on the map, Ukraine really isn't in the way. Yeah. They really aren't. I I mean, it's easy enough to go around that country. Again, I think the country was a ruse, you know, from a spiritual perspective. Yeah. Prophetic fulfillment to get all of this military equipment over there. Yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt there has been a military shift. For it to be used. To Ukraine. And where where all that equipment is ending up. Who knows? I can only think it's uh, it's going to be for the use in I Ezekiel. Mean, billions I don't, and yeah. billions. They, look, they announced the other day, Greg. They found another what six or seven billion. Oops, we we didn't we we, didn't, we there's another six or seven billion. We found that we gave to Ukraine. We didn't realize we gave to them. We get by accident. How do you give six to seven billion dollars of equipment by accident? To, I mean, well, and, and and again, the other part in Ezekiel when it says that those along the coastlands and are just are they're gonna they're gonna be asking, hey. What are you guys doing? Are you there to get the booty? Are you there? I mean, what? Yeah. What is your purpose? Yeah. And we we've, we've talked about this for years. How can America sit on its hands? Yeah. Well, you want to know what? If you shipped all your hands over to Ukraine, yeah. and you've got nothing to use, yeah, yeah, it, you you you've you've rendered yourself useless, yeah. helpless, and harmless. In that situation. And how much worse if you sent your arms over. Exactly. And that's what we've done. We've done. Our military arms, arms. are now over in Ukraine. <laughs> so now we've got no arms over here to defend that's, ourselves. I'll tell you, I, I you know, and, and people think, well, yeah, we have nuclear weapons. Well, you, you have something, a great big bomb that blows up a big area. That's not how wars are going to be won. You either destroy the entire earth or you're going to have to fight hand to hand and tank the tank and whatever. So, I mean, this whole thing is, we are really just, and then Greg, you look at what's happening at the border. Now they're saying we have uh, uh, military age men from all over the world, China, lots of military age men now crossing the border, military age Iranians, and they just say they're coming. They don't know why. They have no reason. They, they're not here for a greater life. They're just, we want to come to America. We're coming in. What are they doing? Where are they going? Uh, is anybody organizing this? You think about it. If you shipped enough people from outside that were organized to come into the country and you gave the command to attack, all they have to do is rise up within the country and all the cells that are in place, and boom, you're, you're, you're going neighborhood to neighborhood destroying Americans here in the country. I mean, we are, we're sealing our fate, but again, at the same time, if this happens, it's the judgment of God. This is God judging our nation if this happens. So I know God's ultimately in control, and I watch it, and it frustrates me like everybody else is frustrated. But when I see this, it's more than political incompetence. It is, I believe, a nation under the chastisement of God. And if we repent, God will rescue us. If not, we will be overthrown and destroyed, and I believe that. And and God has allowed these things to happen for his purposes, and part of that is his chastisement, no doubt about it. Absolutely. You're listening to Signs of the Times. It's our weekly look at Bible prophecy in the world's news. That's Pastor Mark Kirk that's helping us make sense of the Signs of the Times. You can listen to this or other programs from our website at thewaymedia.net or the Way Media app. And if you want to hear this particular show again, just look for podcast number 268. All right, we'll come back to our country. <laughs> I don't know why we want to, but we will. As we look at Fox News that tells us a college, and this this really could have went with our opening story that you shared, Pastor Mark. Yeah, but that's okay. Uh, This is good. A college allegedly fired a biology professor for teaching sex was determined by chromosomes X and Y. And note this. This is something he's just teaching his normal class, Greg, that he's been teaching over 20 years. He didn't go out of his way to teach this. This was not a political statement. This is his normal curriculum. biology. And this is what I said when it comes to the church. The church hasn't changed. We're still teaching the Word of God. What changes is the society around us. And as the society around the church changes, historically, persecution comes on the church, while the church maintains its steady path on the Word of God. Well, now you've got biology that can't be changed. It is what it is. Uh, facts are facts. Science is science, although people try to change it and rewrite it for what they want. And the truth of the matter is, like we said, males have a, a certain, they have X and Y chromosomes. You can't change that at birth. 
Females have uh, X and X chromosomes at birth. This college professor is just teaching normal, factual science that has been in place for thousands of years, but because society has changed around him, uh, and now people want to deny reality, suddenly he's the bad guy. St. Phillips College in San Antonio, Texas, reportedly fired one of its biology professors for teaching the truth. He taught his students that sex was determined by X and Y chromosomes. It is! It just is. Whether people like it or don't like it, it, you can't change the biological facts that are facts. First Liberty Institute, a law firm that defends religious liberty for Americans, sent a letter to the community college on behalf of the professor, Dr. Johnson Varkey, commanding the institution, or sorry, demanding the institution reinstate him after he was fired in January of 2023. So just recently. And I quote, when teaching the human reproductive system, Dr. Varkey also stated that human sex is determined by chromosomes X and Y. That is a biological fact. And that reproduction must occur between a male and a female to continue the human species. That's a biological fact. First Liberty stated in the letter, in the course of teaching the human anatomy and physiology, he made these statements in every class for 20 years without any incident or complaint. On November 28, 2022, four of Varkey's students walked out of the class when he stated that sex was determined by X and Y chromosomes, just as he had dozens of times before. Complaints against Varkey said he had engaged in religious preaching, discriminatory comments about homosexuals and transgender individuals, anti-abortion rhetoric, and misogynistic banter, and that his teaching pushed beyond the bounds of academic freedom with his personal opinions (laughs) that were offensive to many individuals in the classroom. You know what? The truth is offensive to some people. Jesus said, blessed are those who are not offended at me. Yeah. He goes on. First Liberty argued his teachings are supported by his education and experience in the field, as well as his religious beliefs. But throughout his employment, he never discussed with any student his personal views, religious or otherwise, on human gender or sexuality. As an adjunct professor, Dr. Varkey taught human anatomy and physiology at St. Philip's College to more than 1,500 students for 22 years, where he taught the same thing, the same principles that he was fired for this year, according to First Liberty. Again, it is absolute. Greg, you know, when you come to the point to where I, I used to look at it and say the Bible's really hard to reach the unbeliever with because they won't face the truth. Okay, The unbeliever doesn't want to hear the truth, so the Bible's hard unless the Spirit just opens their eyes and whatever. But now we have another layer we have to overcome, and that is, even for the unbeliever, get away from the Bible, get away from anything to a spiritual, just the world. The absolute facts of reality, they're now challenging. You literally could walk up to a car and say, look, there's a car, and it's blue. That's not a car. Uh, yeah, it is. No, it's not. You think you feel that way. I don't. Okay. Uh, it's not blue either. Um, but it's blue. No, well, that's your viewpoint that it's blue. And your viewpoint that it's a car. I don't believe that. So therefore, it's not a blue car. It is a a red tree. Well, there are people today that would defend that, Greg. They would say, they have a right to believe that blue car is a red tree. You leave them alone. How dare you push your opinions on them? It's not an opinion. It's an absolute scientific, physiological fact. And now that's what's happening with scientific, physiological facts that, that are undeniable. This is what's so maddening about what happened over the last few years with all the science and all this COVID stuff again, Greg. Just to mention that again, because everybody's talking about trust the science, trust the science, trust the science. But when you try to bring up undeniable physiological, biological science today, that it just it just is what it is, well, then you can't trust that. That's bad, because it doesn't go along with their mindset. Science means nothing to the world today. It is simply an excuse it's to get a, some a, agenda. It's a tool. Yes. It's a tool to get an agenda across. And if we try to stand on the word of God or anything else and say, look, it is what it is, then you become the bad guy. I mean, they're actually try- they're talking about imprisoning people for not, you know, not in- acknowledging someone's false gender or whatever. I mean, that kind of in Michigan right now, they're talking about a passing a law that if you don't agree with, with with false genders, you can go to jail for that. I mean, it's getting really bad. But what happened to trusting the science? Again, that's the whole point, Greg. It is so. I'm being sarcastic. I know you are, but I'm saying it is so hypocritical. And look, yeah. you have somebody's teaching science. Again, it's the same thing we talked about. A math teacher for their whole life. Two plus two is four. Two plus two is four. And all of a sudden they decide, no, we believe it's five. And now you're fired because you're not going along with our ideological mindset. And you're going, I, I, the facts are the facts. I can't change the truth. I'm sorry you don't believe the truth. It is what it is. I, I imagine when these people stand before the Lord one day, Greg, I mean, 
you can't change the truth that Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. We're all sinners, and if we don't repent, we are not going to heaven. That can't be changed. And people are trying to change those kind of things in their mind and heart as well. The the hard reality is when they face hard reality, there's no there's nothing there's nobody on your side. There's nothing to vote on. You can't win it by an election. You can't get anybody on your side. It is what it is. God will pass judgment, and you're done. We better start facing the truth about reality now because the spiritual truth is the same thing. I don't know what the spark is, and I don't know what the accelerant is in terms of the cart before the horse. Maybe you can help me out with this. But it's kind of like what you know. The, the Bible tells us that because of sin within us exist two uh, incendiary components. Yes. One is rebellion and the other is pride. And one fuels the other. And I don't know in which direction that that comes, but you can't really appreciate how incendiary these things are until you see stories like this play out. And this is simply nothing more than people's pride in rebellion that is so inflamed yeah. that they are blind to the truth. And we've seen so many accounts in scripture of people behaving in that manner. Yeah. And when they don't when they hear what they don't want to hear, the reaction, the vitriol is just like it's instantaneous. It's like we just threw a match into a, a a can of lighter fluid and it just ignites. I think about the stoning of Stephen and he's talking and talking, laying out the most eloquent presentation of the gospel that we've ever heard. Yeah, that that's encapsulated. Right. I think is what Stephen shared. Yeah, and then he hits that one button, and bam! That's right. The whole thing blows up. Yeah, and that's kind of what we're seeing right now. But all of it's fueled by pride and rebellion. It is. It is, and that's that's always the case. I mean, you can discuss uh, even today. You can talk about God in 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 public circles and not get too much heat. But when you bring in Jesus Christ, uh, His name, yeah. And the Jesus of the Bible, not the one that people create, but the true Jesus you find in scriptures and the fact that he said, no one goes to the father except by me. Once you get down to where it's so it's narrowed down to where here's the truth. And look, it is what it is. You can't change it. You may be mad. You can stomp up and down, but he has all power, all authority. He's going to carry out his judgment. Those who come on his terms are going to make it in heaven. Those who don't will not make it into heaven. You can get as mad as you want, but it doesn't change anything. You're still not getting into heaven. Yeah. So, but when it comes down to that, where this, this is the truth, it can't be avoided. That's when the anger, that's the pride, the rebellion, that's that whole thing. People want to be their own God. They want to make their own decisions. They want to do their whatever. But the reality is there is a God in heaven and we're not him. He created all things. We're going to answer to him one day. And if we don't come through the blood of Jesus Christ, confessing we're a sinner, we're not going to get into heaven. And so the same type of thing that would resist that will resist the realities here on earth in the biological and physiological realm. And, and no matter how mad they get or how upset, the facts don't change. It yeah. is what it is. Well, not everyone is going to get salvation, Pastor Mark. But according to CBS News, President Biden is promising that everyone in America is going to get Internet by 2030. Yeah, this is interesting. And I think this has a lot to do, Greg, even with this whole Starlink that Elon Musk has done, this worldwide Internet. There, there's, there's a real push to get everybody uh, on the Internet uh, which, again, I believe is leading to the mark of the beast. Um, but also, the 2030 is a big deal. Let me read this, and I want to talk about a couple of things on this. So President Joe Biden announced the funding Monday at the White House and promised with this funding, along with other federal investments, that is using American taxpayer money, money to give the world Internet. That's what he's doing. I thought that was just for our country. Is that for the whole world? Oh, he said everybody. Let's go. Oh, on. okay. You'll be able to connect every person in America. Now, of course, that, okay. that, that's America. You're right. But, but again, this goes beyond. This is happening worldwide. So, yes, it is just America on this. But I want you to note this with high speed internet by 2030. The goal for the world is high speed internet by 2030 for the whole world. He compared the immense task to getting everyone in America online to the electrification of farmland throughout the country, which took place in the early, early 20th century. The White House says that over $40 billion will go to the states and tribal territories with the goal of getting every U.S. household and business access to the reliable broadband Internet connection, 8.3 million U.S. homes and businesses on there to do a, a tele, telehealth visit from your kitchen, whatever. You can do all these things from home. Now, the reason I brought in the world, this is specifically for America, but what I wanted to note here in this is I want our listeners to be watching. This 2030, that is a big number to the world right now. We'll talk the about whole, that next, too. The whole World Economic Forum, everybody, you're going to see this everything, and it's, and it's going to come up again, like you said. But this 2030, there's a goal behind the scenes in the world governments to get the whole world in a certain place by 2030. And everybody's got to have Internet by then, which means 
America and every other country is going to be pushing to do this. And I think Starlink with Elon Musk and the government funding that to get the whole world able to have Internet is going to play a big role, Greg, in the mark of the beast. Because when the mark of the beast comes along, every person has to be electronically monitored. And there seems to be the goal of 2030. Mm, Interesting. As we look at one world government, we have another segue. Right from the prophetic horse's mouth of the United Nations, or as one of our tour guides in Israel called them, the useless nations. Yes. Uh, It says, we need seven years of accelerated, transformative action to achieve SDGs. And Pastor Mark, please explain for all of us what an SDG is. Yeah. Is that, is it, it's like an STD? It stands for uh, Sustainable (laughs) Development uh, Goals. Okay. And what that means is, is Greg, this goes back to the whole 2030 thing like you just talked about. Yes. The whole world, the UN, nations behind the scenes, they are all, and people talk about conspiracies today. This is one that's legitimately proven. They're conspiring together to get the whole world to a certain place by 2030. And so even like we read in that last, that's why the president is, is ratcheting up the whole Internet thing by 2030. The U.N. is saying, look, we've got seven years. It's 2023. If we're going to get this 2030 worldwide goals, and I'll put that with an S in place, we have to accelerate. we got to step on the gas and accelerate this because we're not going to make it at this pace. And believe me, behind the scenes, they've got it worked out. That's their goal. Almost eight years, it says, have passed since the international community agreed to take a bold and transformative steps to achieve the 2030 Agenda for a Sustainable Development, a plan of action to secure the rights and well-being of everyone on a healthy, thriving planet. See, they make it sound great, but it's really to control the planet. Because once they digitize, they can control all of us, what we buy, what we sell, everything about us, where we are, which, again, the Antichrist will do, Revelation 13. Today, at the halfway point to 2030, uh, the promise is in peril, and a fundamental shift is needed in commitment, solidarity, financing, and action to put the world on a better path. That's why the president just made this announcement. He's working with the U.N. The recently released report of the Secretary General on progress towards the Sustainable Development Goals, SDG, draws on the latest data to sound the alarm for action. Of the roughly 140 targets with data, only about 12% are on track to be achieved by 2030. Close to half those showing progress are moderately or severely off track, and some 30% have either seen no movement or regressed below the 2015 baseline. Giving up on the SDGs or extending the deadline to meet them is not an option. No, this is, we're not going to, we're not going to, we have to do it. It's got to happen no matter what farms we shut down and what because countries. Because Satan told us. Yeah, no matter what money we spend, what farms we shut down, yes. no matter what we do to mankind, no matter what shots we push, it will be reached. The world has given, has been rocked by a series of interlinked crisis, COVID-19 conflict, uh, the pandemic crisis, a weak global economy, uh, recommitting to the 2030 agenda is the best roadmap out of these crises, but we are fast running out of time to correct course. Now, again, this is interesting to me, Greg. It's the best route to continue the crisis. Well, again, it's leading toward the mark of the beast and everyone being digitized and controlled. That's exactly what this is about. And Psalm 2 says that the leaders of the world in the last days will conspire together. They'll have a conspiracy, it says. This is a legitimate conspiracy theory, Mm -hmm. except it's not a theory. They will conspire together, it says, uh, to, to, to fight against God and his son, Jesus Christ. So all of this is doing that. They don't come out and say it, but they're trying to form a world away from the word of God, outside of what God's plan is. They want to be their own God. They're going to become God. The Antichrist will declare that he's God. And this is a spiritual demonic agenda by the world uniting together to fight against the word of God. This is not a Bigfoot flying saucer thing. This is Bible. Psalm 2, and this is exactly what the Bible says will happen in the last days, Revelation 13. I, I really think that I had it right the first time, Pastor Mark. I don't think these are SDGs. I think these are STDs. Yeah. These are satanically transmitted diseases. Look how clever you are. That's exactly. I, there you go. I, I really believe it. There you go. Okay. That's very good. All right. That's exactly what it is. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> to come up with new acronyms. Yes. Uh, let's talk about some growing anti-Semitism or that we refer to as Jew hate, because that's really what it is at the yeah. end of the day. This is from the Times of Israel. Anti-Semitism levels remain high in Germany amid fears of a right-wing surge. Yeah. 
It is that what they're they're saying that that it, although the numbers are down a little bit in twenty one uh, here recently, they're saying that it's it's still way above what it was in twenty twenty, and they're afraid there's going to be a new surge. It says a German watchdog of anti-Semitism documented two thousand four hundred eighty incidents nationwide in twenty twenty two, constituting a nine percent decrease in twenty twenty one, and in the Netherlands, the Jewish community professionals recorded a fifteen percent decrease in anti-Semitism in twenty twenty two over previous years. But despite the decrease, here's their point. The tally nonetheless constitutes a 26% overall increase since 2020. So it sounds good on the basis to say, well, it came down this percentage the last year, couple years, or, or 2022. However, since 2020, it has still gone up overall 26%. So we're seeing a 26% surge in anti-Semitism around the world. A similar uh, trend uh, emerges from Monday's report by the CIDI, the Dutch Jewish Community's Watchdog Organization. The 2022 statistics by the CDE, uh, CIDI, Center for Information and Documentation on Israel, are 14% higher than the ones in 2020. So again... Here's the bottom line to grasp from this, listeners. Overall, anti-Semitism or hatred of Jews is going up. The Bible says that's exactly what will happen in the last days. Look, we're just giving you kind of a play-by-play. It's going to go up. It says it in Matthew 24. It says it in Zechariah 12. We're going to see it continue to go up until it will culminate, where the Antichrist will try to wipe out once again every Jew on the planet the same way that Hitler tried to do and that others have tried to do throughout history because they're God's chosen people. And then, of course, we know that God will. many of them will die. But God will preserve a remnant. God will come and rescue them. And again, the Israel will be destro- uh, established as it was intended to be established when the Lord comes back for the thousand-year reign. And finally, Israel's going to see what God intended for them the entire time had they just been obedient and followed God. And so I hate the consequences they've brought on themselves and still are bringing on themselves. But again, there's a rough road ahead for the Jewish people, the Bible says. We're seeing it begin to happen But again, the Lord will come back and rescue them and establish them, and they will one day realize their full potential in the millennial kingdom. So a great day still lies ahead for the Jewish people, regardless of this. Well, we've still got some more Jew hate to talk about. Okay. Uh, This is from Israel 365 News. Conference on Palestinian Hatred of Jews reveals an anti-Semitic narrative adopted by the United States. Well, again, the U.S. has been turning against Israel like everyone else recently, so it doesn't surprise me. A conference on Jew hatred among Palestinians brought together some of the most powerful voices in Israel advocacy, but the speakers agreed that anti-Semitism is now entirely adopted as the basis of the two-state solution and U.S. policy towards the Jewish state. The Pulse of Israel held its first annual conference on the subject, unmasking Jewish, ha- Jewish hatred within the Palestinian national movement. The need for the conference was underscored last week at a special congressional hearing on anti-Semitism. The congressional hearing was called Responding to Anti-Semitism and Anti-Israel Bias in the UN, Palestinian Authority, and NGO Community. Um, taking an especially close look at the form of anti-Semitism that masquerades as criticism of Israel, the vile anti-Semitism was ironically put on, distra- on display by remarks of Sarah Jacobs, a Jewish congresswoman from California. Now, Greg, what blows my mind? We've talked <laughs> it always about this. blows our minds. <laughs> the Jewish people in America <laughs> yes, hating Jews. I'm like, I know. What is, what, what is, don't you love your own people? Why are you attacking Israel? You should be the one defending them. Let me quote what she said. A lot of rhetoric we're hearing out of the current Israeli government that I would ar- uh, uh, that's coming out, I would argue, it is inflammatory. And you're, and again, inciting the PA, and you know the Palestinian state, are, they have a right to exist, and you're inflammatory, you're inflaming them, equating Palestinian calls to murdering Jews to Israeli government policies. So they're saying, look, they're right by saying that you should be mad at the Jews and attack the Jews or whatever. Like, I, her reaction to the horrific testimony highlighted, it says, the blatant anti-Semitism, and was an absolute disgrace, highlighting how the woke, progressive, even America Jews have completely disconnected and distanced themselves from their fellow Jews. Abelow said, uh, with it all, the solution for the rest of us is a bright, clear future. Um, again, I'm not sure what they're meaning there by that last final statement, but here's the bottom line. The Jews are under attack even by Jews. And it's amazing to me, look, if you're attacking yourself, they're going to come back and attack you. Don't think you can get out of it. It reminds me of Haman talking to Esther and saying, Esther, look, if you're not going to make a stand for your own people right now, when you see the enemies closing in on them, like the Palestinians want to kill all the Jews, and you're defending the Palestinians and the way they're attacking Israel because they're saying things in a way they shouldn't be saying it, look, um, you can work on diplomacy behind the scenes, but the reality is the reality. They want to kill all the Jews. You can't be standing with them. 
It, it would be like Esther going and saying, yeah, I agree with everything Haman said, King, and let's get the Jews and go wipe them out. If you think you can do that and you're not going to be wiped out, you're wrong. If you're attacking the Jewish people and they get wiped out, they're coming after you because you're a Jew. You're going to be next. And so, again, it's it just never ceases to amaze me that even um, the Jewish people uh, who should be loving their own nation, even they get used in, in attacking their own people and their own nation. And, Greg, they, they vote against Israel. They stand against Israel in bills. And, and I just, again, I don't know what to say. It shocks me. It shows the depravity of the blind and unsaved heart. And uh, God's going to wake them up soon. And you know what? It can't be soon enough for me. Wake them up, Lord. Pour out your spirit on the Jewish people. Yeah. All right, Pastor Mark, our last article in this category comes from Israel Today. And the title of the article is a question. Is Joe Biden determined to undermine Israel? Isn't this interesting? Why, yes. Well, yeah, and here's the thing. This is one of the most anti-Israel, um, um, you know, governments we've ever had. Uh, now, would you, would you say that this is worse than the Obama administration? Well, you know, again... My understanding is they're still working behind the scenes with Obama on a lot of these things. And I'm, I'm, yeah, just, I'm, just, I'm not trying to make some just political statement. No, I know, but I believe it. There's evidence, yeah, that, yeah, that he's yeah. very heavily involved. Yeah, he's involved. I, I think that it's simply a carrying on of the mindset yes. today, of, of the liberal mindset today is anti-Israel. And the, the crazy thing to me is it's it, the liberal community is filled up with Jewish people. That's what I'm saying. How long, how long can the Jewish people stay in the midst of a group of people that hate you and hate your nation? How long can you be there and go along with that to finally say, look, I don't care about my politics. I can't, I can't, you know, uh, uh, betray my own people. Well, you know, if you think about it, Pastor Mark, I mean, it was the Jewish people that turned their backs on their Messiah. Yeah. I mean, they were the ones that had the ability to elevate him to the position that he was worthy to be elevated for. We understand the reasons why, but the premise is still the same. It's yeah. like this was in the hands of the Jews. Yeah. Same as it's in the hands of the Jews today to a large extent to which this persecution is allowed to persist. Yeah. Well, the Obama administration was very anti-Jewish and so is the, um, um, you know, a Biden administration. But remember, they were together. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise us. But it says from the perspective of many Isra- Isra- Israelis and Israel supporters, the United States went from a president openly hostile to is openly hostile rather to Israel in Barack Obama to one who deferred to Israel in an unprecedented way in Donald Trump. To one who is now slyly trying to undermine the Jewish people and the Jewish state in Joe Biden. This was the charge leveled against the Biden on Monday by Senator Ted Cruz. And he's right. After the White House announced it, it would cut scientific and technological cooperation with any Israeli institutions situated beyond the green line in the biblical heartland of Judea and Samaria, basically what they call the West Bank. It's Israel. They're saying, if you're in the West Bank, we're not going to stand with you. The new policy presumably also includes the eastern side of Jerusalem. So basically, they're just cutting, chopping Israel down to nothing, which Israel annexed in 1980, a reality uh, the U.S. State Department continues to reject, and possibly also the Golan Heights, which Israel annexed in 81, and Trump officially recognized as sovereign Israel territory when he was president. So, again, you're watching the world. This is not about, uh, I want to be careful, you know, because I don't want people to, sh- to shut things down if I say liberal or whatever this. This is not political. This is spiritual. You're watching what the Bible said would happen. The entire world's going to turn against Israel, even some of the Jewish people turning against their own people in the last days until God opens their eyes and pours out his spirit on them. So to see that our nation is turning against Israel when we have been a historic friend, it doesn't surprise me at all. It's going to get worse. And, you know, you wonder who are Israel's friends. And, Greg, we talked about this as well. The shocking thing is, at the same time, you're seeing a growing anti-Christian movement in Israel. That many of the of the Jews in Israel are turning against the church now, and we we're one of your last friends. You better stop it. They're turning against one of their very last friends because God told us to be their friend, and we're going to continue to the end to do that. But Greg, when you turn against your own, when the whole world hates you and you find friends and you hate them, that is a very foolish position to be in. To me, that's just another uh, another puzzle piece to finishing Ezekiel thirty eight and thirty nine because it says that all the nations will turn against her, yeah. and in. And part of it, as we can see, is part of it is Israel's own doing Absolutely. In, in situations like this. I'm not saying that that everyone turns against them because of what the Jews did. They do it out of a spiritual-driven hatred. But in this case, to turn their backs on the one group that's always loved them. 
It's amazing. We love them and support them, but yeah. God called them a stiff-necked people yeah. for a reason. You're not they kidding. are stiff-necked people, except those without Christ. And right. not all of them, I know that. You can't categorize all of them. I'm just saying, you know, God's going to wake them up, right. and boy, do they need to be awakened. Yes. All right. Uh, you know, this Tuesday, Pastor Mark, is the 4th of July, when yes. many people oh, are going goodness. to be barbecuing hamburgers and hot dogs. But I offer you another solution. You had to say that. I, not, I offer you another solution oh for goodness. your 4th of July barbecue. How about lab-grown meat is now cleared for sale in the United States, this out of CNN. Greg, this is so disturbing. <laughs> and and you're going to be more disturbed when I give you some more details. I Let know. me read some of this. Cultivated meat. You know, they're trying to get us to stop eating meat because they say it ruins the planet. So they're trying to create their own meat. But this gets more. This gets darker. It's Let's against everything of God's design. Cultivating meat or cultivated meat, also known as lab-grown meat, it's not real meat in other words, has now been cleared for sale in the United States. Upside foods, I would call it upside-down foods, and good meat, I'd call it bad meat, two companies that make what they call cultivated chicken, and there are those that are making cultivated beef as well. Is this made in Wuhan? Well, yeah, boy. Said Wednesday they have gotten approval from the U.S. Department of Agriculture to start producing their cell based proteins now i'll come what back kind to of this. cells That's thank the you point. okay good meat which is owned by plant-based egg substitute ma- uh, maker eat just <laughs> said that production is stating is starting immediately cultivated or lab-grown meat is grown in a giant vat much like what you'd find at a beer brewery now let me just say this let me say a couple things that are very disturbing and i think we need to speak up and say this needs to stop and let me tell you why greg this cell-based protein you can get it from any other source that has cells, and you can make meat from it. They're talking about, I don't care what you make. It could be meat of anything. Like cells from what? You Give me take, an example. You can take bats, possums, okay, thank you. rats. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Greg, now I want to be careful. Uh, you could take people and make Oh, yeah, there you go. You could take people and make meat. Wow. And they're selling our babies. They're selling body yeah. parts. They're using, right now, Greg, they're using aborted baby, babies in certain products in America right now. A lot of people don't know that. Here's my point. I don't mean to gross everybody out, but I want to shock you a little bit. Here's the deal. Not only has this been approved, and where's it going to end? They don't have to tell you. They can take this meat now and put it in all our favorite restaurants, and nobody has to say that it was lab created. You'll never know. So who knows when it starts? Who knows what restaurants in Knoxville will receive this? It makes me think, do I ever want to eat out again? If this doesn't stop, you don't know what you're going to be eating from cell-based protein that's been created in a lab. And I say it's time to buy cattle and store up your fridge. And this is getting creepy. And I would say, look, if you're a restaurant out there and you want to make sure your people feel good, I would put a sign out front that says, we do not use lab-grown meat. We do not buy it. We do not use it. Because it has now been approved by the USDA. It is now, they don't have to tell you that they're doing it. It can show up in your grocery stores, in Kroger, everywhere. It freaks me out. I hate it. Anyway, sorry to ruin your day, but that's what's going on. You need to know. And I think we need to make our voice known to our congressmen and all that that has to be labeled. And I would say it needs to be stopped. Okay. Well, let's squeeze in a little bit of good news if we can. We need it. This is from Christian Headlines. A study finds Christians who heavily engage with the Bible, quote-unquote, flourish in every domain. Isn't this amazing? We should know this. As believers, we know it's true, but it says our research confirms something millions of Christians have known through personal experience, and that is the Bible has the power to transform our lives and make us happier people, healthier people, and whole people, said American Bible Society Chief uh, Ministry Insights and Innovation Officer John Fricar Plake. We find that Christians who are committed to their faith, fully engaged in the Bible, and transformed are transferred by its message flourished in every domain of human experience, according to the uh, Christian Post. The research uses a human flourishing index to score the responses, and again, it showed that basically, Greg, those who are scripture-engaged Christians go through the same hardships. While they go through the same hardships as everyone else, the difference is they experience life's ups and downs through a worldwide shape by the Bible's message of hope. We have hope, and because we have hope, there's joy. No matter the circumstances, those who trust in God and connect with Him through Scripture are happier statistically than those who haven't yet sought God in this Word. Now, we know it's true. The Bible says it's true. Now we know it's scientifically true. And so, again, in this case, you can trust the science. But more than that, 
Trust Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross for you, and you will be saved. And we are eternally grateful to our Lord Jesus that he told us what was going to be happening in the latter days. And that's why we can see the signs of the times. We hope you'll join us next Friday as we continue to look at the signs of the times right here on WIM. And don't forget our website at thewaymedia.net or the Waymedia app to take signs of the times anytime. Yeah.